Welcome to Sweeter the Juice with Kenyatta and Erica. I'm okay. Kenyatta and I'm here with my sister Erica. Just please still subscribe, rate the podcast, and join our uh, Facebook page, our media page at Sweeter the Juice Podcast. And today we are rolling out a new segment. It's called the Roundtable. So here we'll have a couple guests um, to discuss our topic with us today. In fact, help me welcome DeWitt and Edward. Yay! Yay! Welcome, gentlemen. We yes. really appreciate you all. Hello, hello. Absolutely. Thank you guys for joining us today. We are so excited to get into our topic. So I just want you guys to talk to us about, tell us, describe for us um, what it means to be a father in three words. And one of you just jump in. Blessing. It's a blessing. That's okay. one thing. Challenging. Tiresome sometimes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. What about you, Dewitt? First, I want to say thank you and for the invitation. Uh, yeah, thank you for both of y'all. And <laughs> shout out to y'all for what y'all doing. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. So what does the father mean to me? That's presence. Okay. Presence. Presence. Being present. Love, which is interesting. Interesting word because I, I feel like it doesn't really describe the action sometimes. Understanding. So guys, what was your relationship like with your father? Because I think about like a lot of times we learn how, you know, we learn how to be from what we see. We, we see that model. What was your relationship like with your father? Is that something, either one I, or none? Well, I, I speak on that question. Um, my grandfather was more my father. So I, I would still say we have males in our males that's in our life necessarily not our father sometimes. Right. So, I saw my grandfather, you know, dedicated every day, hard worker. I remember my grandmother growing up, she was in, in the projects. And basically my grandfather, he worked for a tree service. So, I mean, he worked days and nights to buy our first house. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So his sacrifice, regardless of how tired he was, he went to work every day and just was committed and loved us unconditionally. So that's what I saw as not my father but as a grandfather who actually slash was my father you know? what was my what was my relationship like with my father what was it like okay that's a past tense question actually it's what is what is your relationship like yeah. it maybe be. maybe the what was yeah then the what is it's a i don't know it feels like a heavy question for me because what was it like uh i think it started off and it's hard to qualify. He was there physically okay. when I first came out of the womb. And then he wasn't. And for a stretch of my life, like his presence, the reality that I had a dad or a father, it had completely went out of my conscious mind. Like I was completely oblivious to the idea that I had a dad. I didn't think about him. I wasn't concerned about him. And it wasn't intentional. It just was like, if I, t if I say, okay, how's Brett Favre doing to either one of y'all? Y'all be like, eh, mm, I don't know. You, don't know. you, know what I'm like, you ain't <laughs> yeah. thinking about Brett Favre. Like you, you, you aware that he exists, but maybe, but you, yeah. like, I, I don't know. Like it was yeah. like that, like something just completely out of my awareness. It wasn't until kind of ish as an adult that, I became more aware of him. I was much older. I just sounds like in my twenties. So, what is it like now? I think it's lopsided. It's lopsided. I think that 
and this is all me thinking. I, and you know, say I could be real, real, maybe maybe too hard or not not qualifying it uh, fairly. I don't know. Maybe I could be coming from a place of pain or the idea that I wanted to be other than what it is. But I think it's lopsided. Uh, I think that I put forth a lot more effort than he attempts to. And I think that I hear a lot of excuses based on my understanding of the world um, as to where his, you know, where he is or where he isn't. Um, so what is it like now? I think it is, sum it up, it's better now than maybe it's ever been. To toot my own horn, I think that I, I had a lot to do with that. But I thank God that he's still alive because it could be different. So, yeah. Do you think that you, you've made a lot of effort to kind of heal or restore the relationship with him because of the fact that you're a father? Do you think that had any connection there or no? Maybe it's hard to disqualify that because it's a reality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's my, like, I don't, I don't think that's my conscious driver. Like, okay, I'm a daddy now. Let me, it's like a well that I'm not getting fed from anyway. So okay. I'm not chasing it for the water. You know what I'm saying? Like what I can get from it. But I think really what, what drives me is the little boy that's in this body. He still want a daddy. And that little boy is crying out. You know what I'm saying? Like he has, he has matured immensely over the last decade because of my efforts and because of me just accepting reality. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, you know, I relate to you, Jewett. I, I feel very similar, almost right there. Um, I don't really think about my father that much. And I try to remind myself that, hey, you're supposed to be about him and things like that. But growing up, I, he never really seemed to care very much about me. So, you know, as you get older, you become more independent. The things that I I needed a father for, you know, I've kind of learned to deal, you know, to go without it. And so I understand exactly where you're coming from. But I did have an example of a father and a grandfather and uh, um, and my, one of my mom's boyfriends. So I did get to see positive men and, and things like that, but it didn't come from my own father. We've never talked about it. Erica and I are sisters um, because we share a father. Um, that That is, uh, Sorry. I, I can echo that in a lot of ways. There's been moments where there was a presence and then for me that there wasn't. And I've struggled with that, where to put that for many years. The cool thing that I've been able to witness with my husband being a father and seeing my daughter get the opportunity to have a father in her life consistently where I didn't has been um, probably the one of the bigger blessings in my life mm. to see that. Because I'm, I'm getting a real glimpse at what a father looks like. And just somebody that is in tune with their daughter and, and what's going on and in with their son too. So that, that has been um, a blessing for me. That's dope. Yeah. For the listeners who don't know, Eric and I are cousins. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so, you know. Okay. So on, on the grandfather topic, because the other gentleman, he brought that up too. And then Erica chimed in, like mentally I bypassed my dad, like as an example, now that I've like gotten to know him, a lot more because of effort. Um, and I've learned to accept him because Erica has said a lot of things to me about acceptance when it comes to him and stuff. And it's, it's resonated. 
like I look at my granddaddy as an example from the stories that I've been told. Like I've seen him, I know him, but I was like under six years old. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? The the relationship we had would be different as a six year old. Like I know he loved me, but like as a man, the example from from the from the the way I put him together in my mind, like I really look at I look to him for for that strength and like the identity of a man, like who I want to be is like like him. Like I, you know, like he's the representation because of what he's done and just like who he was said to be. Yeah. So and you are his namesake. You are also his namesake <laughs> as well. So that's super cool. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so guys, let's jump into our topic for today, which is if you're talking to um say a, a new father or a young man who is about to become a father what what sort of if you're having a conversation with them what sort of challenges would you can you talk to him about in terms of fatherhood like what what sort of challenges have you experienced in fatherhood that you could share with him i mean did anybody have a talk with y'all let's start there did, did anybody tell you what to expect in fatherhood ever Nobody didn't really talk to me about that. I, I'm I, I, just to be truthful. Nobody didn't really talk to me. I basically learned as I went how to be a father. And sometimes I tell, I will tell a new father, like, Man. don't be scared of like you do your best to be a father, but sometimes you won't be hard on yourself because you feel you let yourself down in certain areas that you could have been greater in. You know, that that's what I see as telling a father. It ain't easy. It ain't easy, man. It's about growth every day growth, spending time, making time. That, that's the ultimate goal of a father, to love unconditionally. You know, understand it. You, you have to have talks, even as, as Mari grew old, my son, which is Imari, it, it, it's, a, it's a big responsibility. I mean, it, it takes a, a big man to be a father. I mean, really, mm. you just can't, you gotta get out of, you know, you gotta put away childish things. It's, it's, right. it's time to grow. And I tell Mari that all the time. It's about you stepping up and being that role if you are gonna be a father. Some people can't be fathers. They just dads. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But a father... You, you, know, you have spoke a word now. <laughs> I mean, and you're you the know, only it, one out of all of us that has an adult child. I'm, I'm a still a father today. It's still... Mario called me and said, hey, I need your advice on something. What you think about this, dad? He was in high school and I'm like, darn, did I do this right? Did I do that right? And I, and I sit back now and he'll call me, you know, telling me, hey, pops, how you doing? How's life treating you? Or... You know, the other day, me and Kimmy was out, which is my lady, and we walked in a friend's house, and he took his hat off. He knew protocol. You know, he he, he knew that. And I'm like, wow, that he, he was really listening to things. When you think they ain't listening, they really are listening. So that's why you have to continue to be a positive role model every day, every day. You poured into him. You know right. what I mean? You really did. So when you pour into a child with all that love and everything and you teach him you know he he is the man who you raised him to be so that's awesome yeah i tell you that all the time i he one of my favorites and and part of it too i think is just because you were so intentional you know i remember when uh he was like 12 he moves away and yada you know that story he moved to north carolina and he, he called me every day, Dad, I just want to come back home. I want to come back home. I don't belong here. I don't belong here. I want to come back home. At that point in my life, you know, I'm like, man, I really got to step up. You know what I'm saying? I, I got to work more hours because now I'm going to be a single parent. 
because I wasn't relying on her to be co-parent with me. It was my responsibility that he had school clothes. It was my responsibility that I went to PTO meetings. It was my responsibility that he woke up on time to get to school. It was my responsibility that he ate. So I had to really step into a father role and, and just be strong in like Sometimes I got irritated and sometimes I got frustrated, but I was like, hey, I got a man up. Right. What mm -hmm. about you, Dewey? Did you get any advice? I'm gonna be honest, all the way honest. Like, I feel inadequate right now. Like, listen to this gentleman talk about what he's done, I mean, not, not just what he's done, who he's been in, mm -hmm. his, in his son's life mm -hmm. to, to get him to the place where he is now. Like, I feel inadequate because the way I look at my life, I am the, the who, who, who he described the woman was in his life. Like, she was absent, and he didn't depend on her to do this, this, and this. Like, I've been that guy. No, I didn't get, um, I didn't get any uh, advice. Mm-mm. I'm going to be, like, when I was in the um, delivery room, I was there for that. We was married, and I was there for that. I passed out the <laughs> delivery room. Like, I didn't know what, like, <laughs> that, listen here, I'm glad you got a laugh out of that because I wasn't laughing, man. No, <laughs> nah, it's cool. It's it's all good. Nah, it's, it's hilarious it's, now. <laughs> if I was on if I was on the other side listening to somebody say, it, I probably would laugh too. I think my daughter laughed when I told her too. She, like, she said something about me, but they was like cold blue daddy down. I was out. <laughs> I was there. I was coaching. I was like, you doing it, baby? You doing it? And then it was like, whoa. But what I said that to say that that's the that's my story. But what I'm saying is. There was nobody there who said anything to like in hindsight, nobody said like this is what delivery is like. All I remember ever hearing like in the streets was like, you know, you gotta be there. Like you wanna be there. Like, you know what I'm saying? You wanna be in the room for that. And like to me, there was no reason I wouldn't be there to answer the questions. Like, no, I didn't, I didn't get any parenting or fathering uh insight or advice. There was times where my father-in-law, he would say, don't hold the baby so much because dot, dot, dot. And that would bother me because the way I love is touch. And like, that's how I express my love. So like to not hold my child, to not dance and see my uncle growing up, my uncle, one of my favorite uncle, he would, he would with my cousins who, who I grew up with, he would hold them and sing to them and like dance with them when they were babies and like, these are that's a, a image that I have, you know, growing up. So having my daughter, like, I couldn't wait to get home from work to hold her and sing to her and dance with her. Yeah, so I went off on a tangent, but nonetheless, uh, no, I, I didn't get any advice. What would I say to a young man? It's tough. It's tough to just give advice for me because, like, I want to sit down and get it in the trenches, like, understand what you're thinking, like, because to me, it's really is an everyday thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could give you advice from, the, from, from off the court, but if I can't get on the court with you, like, I want to be on the court with you, or, you know what I'm saying? Help, help, like, coaching you every day. But nonetheless, yo, one thing that keep popping up is, listen, being able to talk about what you're thinking and what you're feeling and not holding it in, like, having an outlet, that's critical. I found in my life, like, it's really important to be able to talk about what you're thinking and feeling because even, like, with that, that whole passing out, like, I didn't know who to talk to about that. Right. I really didn't. Like, who do I even tell that to? You know what I'm saying? Like, because I didn't really have outlets. But then at the same time, I was in a place mentally and emotionally where 
I didn't know who who even to be who it was safe to talk to these type of uh, experiences with. Hmm. So having ha- if you don't have somebody like you know potentially cultivating that type of relationship, it would it would benefit you not just as a dad but as a as a human being and being you know having relationships where you can openly discuss what you're thinking and feeling. That's critical. I found that to be um, be patient with yourself. You're gradually growing. I don't know. Show up. Show up as much as you can, man. Like, there's a lot I can say, but it's like... I think that's a big one, to show up. I think sometimes fathers think that they have to have a lot of money or they have to do this or that. But really... Yeah, Yeah. but, but really it's about showing up. It's about being there. Of course, you know, the finances, you know, kids are not free (laughs) you know what i mean but the most important thing is your presence being there stepping up i agree with you it's something else other gentlemen said too that 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 resonated with me he was like uh oh no and then erica echoed it she said um they remember what you say like it's stuff i said to my daughter i don't know five years five minutes just at different points she's 11 now and we'll be talking about whatever and she'd be like, yeah, because you told me that, that, that. And it ain't even like she's trying to, you know, use it to get over. But it, it just blow my mind. And actually, I was thinking about this like 48 hours ago because this actually happened. And she said something. And I was like, I didn't say it to her. I just internalized it. But, she, you know what I'm saying? She, she was able to apply what I said. And it was just amazing. It felt good. It felt really good to know that she remembered. And you don't even, like it was said, you don't even know that they listening. You know, you're just talking. <laughs> not, not talking to be talking, but you talking because it makes sense, but you don't even know they're listening because they ain't like, oh, okay, daddy, that's cool. But then it, it went in there and it stuck and then, you know, it came back and it's so, you know, they do be listening. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah they like what he was saying, like they do listen. It was funny. Uh, my son, you know, he was in sports and stuff. You know that, uh, Yada. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he texted me out of the blue the other day. He said, you remember when I was little, you tell me to get two touchdowns, you'll get that mad and fuck me. I was like, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, man, this man's going to be 22 and he remembers that. But what I, was trying, <laughs> what I was trying to show him is it's a bigger picture. You work hard in life, you will be rewarded. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I tried to instill that in him. It wasn't that I was trying to bribe him. Because right. I was trying to instill in him that you would be rewarded later in life. Yeah. And maybe yeah. he was trying to get the new Madden out of you now. Like, thank right. you. Right. I was yeah. just like, <laughs> I think he tried to get that Madden on PS5. No. Yeah. But you said, you right. said. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I forgot. You yeah, you're a grown man now, though. I'm like. <laughs> So guys, I'm hearing from both of you, the fact that they, they hear you and, and that presence, what sort of emotional bond would you describe that you have with your kids? That connection, what, is it, what does it feel like? Is it like any other connection you've ever had? Mm, good question. That's a good question. No, it's not like any other connection I've had because see, baby girl 11, so she don't have all of the other filters that adults have. You understand what I'm saying? So she's a safe place for me. And then, like, I know she's mine. You understand? So so my relationship with her is, like, 
the the safest place for me. Like I feel so energized. That is my almost like my refuge. It's like I need her. You know, not like I'm depending on her for my. I need her. That's cut and dry. That's end period in the sentence. I do like I yeah. She trusts me, and that's big uh, for me. So no, there's no other relationship like that. I missed the other part of the question. Okay. No, that was that was it. Thank you. That was a, a very heartfelt response, and I love it. What about you, Edward? Any other any other relationship like that for you? No, none. None. I, I can't say on this earth because, you know, like with me, like as I grew up, you know, you know this, y'all, I lost a lot of people like my mother, I lost her early father, lost her him, grandmother, granddad. So the bond with me and him is like only thing I feel in this world I have. You know, to this day, he's still he's grown, but I still feel I live for him to this day. Mm. You know, so it's that that's the you know and just sometimes you look at them you be like man this is me you know like like and that's about being a parent like you look at that person you like he's a part of me or like the gentleman said his daughter she's a part of him so it's like you like sometimes i think i look back on life and like man i wish i could do this did this better or i could have did that better but I'm trying to give him that wisdom to do this better. You know how you wish you can restart something over, wish you can go back in time and try to correct that, but that's how I'm giving him that advice mm -hmm. to correct that and just hope he holds on to that because that's a part of me. Mm -hmm. And you represent me too, also. She so, said, you represent me out here. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I answered that question correctly. No, I mean, you answer it. You answered it truthfully. The way you um, how how you feel about it. I I feel like that with with parenthood. I I've never known another love. Actually, becoming a mother made me realize how much my mother loved me. Like it took it to a whole nother level. Mm -hmm. I was yeah. like, oh my goodness. Yeah, me too. I've never, you know how you feel like you've loved before and then you have that child in your arms, you like, mine, okay. you know, it's like you got to protect this person mm -hmm. with everything you got for as long as you can, you know what I mean, and try to pour into them everything that you can because you know one day you're not going to be here and they still are, you know, mm -hmm. that Lord, Lord willing. I know exactly, you know, what y'all mean with that, 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 that becoming a, a parent and, and, you know, and you want to become a parent or, you know, you allow the process to happen, the love to happen. I, I, I really feel sorry for people who don't build bonds with their kids. Mm. Because the strongest, most important thing that you will ever feel in your life, you know, like, that is, that's, that's, I, I don't know. So. I agree, okay. sister. Definitely missing something. And yeah. I, I never thought that's going to be my takeaway. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk about that. You know, right now we, we like to kind of wrap up and, and talk a little bit about what we got, what made our juice sweeter today. So I want to like hear. That. Yeah. What made your juice a little sweeter today, DeWitt? Tell us about it. I like that. I like juice. I like sweet juice. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
What made my juice sweeter? That I think right now, the last thing you said, building bonds with your children. And the thoughts that came up for me on that was, I still need to grow with because there's a part of me that is still hurt or choosing to be hurt from whatever I experienced. And it is blocking me from being present. Mm. Being as present as I would like to be, would love to be, think that I should be. You know, there's something that it's like I have one hand that's saying, yes, come, and another hand that's saying, stay away, like simultaneously to protect myself from, you know, whatever. And I'm and I'm applying that to parenting, not just, you know, relationships, like my parenting relationship. Yeah, so I think that's my takeaway. Mm-hmm. That my juice got sweeter on that one. You put some sugar in my juice right there, girl. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Okay, so... <laughs> um. So for me, I think just really hearing from two fathers that are fathers, it always excites me to hear. I mean, I know people always say, you know, a good father, they get like all this praise for being a father. You're supposed to be a good father. But I applaud black men when they step up to the role of fatherhood because, you know, the examples are not there's not as many in our communities as there needs to be and so when I hear about black men like hey this my baby I'm gonna do whatever I got to do to make sure this one is okay or these few whatever however many you got you know but um I, so I really appreciated just hearing you all talk about how much you love and cherish those relationships I always wished I would have had it, and I didn't. So I, I admire, I admire strong black fathers. So thank you. I echo the emotional bond. What about you, Edward? What made my juice sweeter? Yes. Just hearing from another brother speak about fatherhood that made my juice sweeter. You know, and uh, because he has a daughter, and that's something that I never had. You know, and I just the. Uh, just to hear, you know, interact with another brother, talk about fatherhood, and still some of the things that he spoke on that I still can get better as a father to this day. Even though my son is 21, I still can get better in being a father. So listen, listen what he's saying. Yeah. So right now we want to thank our our what is this called, Sissy? This is our this is our round table. We want to thank our round table guests, Edward. We appreciate y'all. And please tune in next week. Thanks for listening to Sweet of the Juice. Peace. Peace. Peace.